0: Isn't that wonderful? We covered John. You know how long we stayed in the book of John, the Gospel according to John, the Evangelist? We stayed there eight months in that, in that book. And so today, I have the privilege of teaching the first lesson of the book of Acts. And of course, it covers a period of 30 years. And uh, from the birth of, from Pentecost, really, to when Paul went to jail in Rome. And that's really the book of Acts. And so, uh, today, uh, uh, it, it's all over the world, but in those days, the spread of the gospel came to today Syria, Turkey, Greece. And mainly Paul and Peter and these two men are covering with testimonies and stories in, 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 in the, in the, Disciples of Jesus. So, who wrote the book? It, it, it's really, really, would say Luke did write the book. And uh, he was a non-Jewish man. He was not a Jew. And he, uh, uh, he was a Gentile writing and perhaps received Christ in any ark of Philippi and became a Christian Christian. Apostle Luke, the one who wrote the book of Luke. So when you look at the book of Acts, it's a sequel. Uh, Luke wrote as he witnessed it. And, and, uh, he was with Paul in Philippi, two years with Paul in Caesarea. He received information from the brother of Jesus, James. He, uh, traveled with Barnabas. And, uh, and Luke one verses one through four it's an interesting thing when you listen to the way uh the way Luke thinks in his mind about accuracy about detail about specificity on on, and on his writings which is really important because uh, he's conscious that he wants to make sure that you get it right i mean amen and uh uh luke one one to four for as so much for as much as many have taken in hand to set forth and order a declaration, meaning a lot of people are attempting to at that time to write uh, uh, accounts of the life and ministry of Christ of those things which are most surely believed among us, those things that are uh, uh, are most sure believed among us, meaning among us being Him and Paul and the disciples and, and of course, uh, uh, Barnabas and James, and uh, even as they delivered unto us these men, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. So, uh, Luke was very detailed very specific and uh you're going to as you study the book of Luke you're going to realize that and you're going to come into all kinds of uh all kinds of news so the former treaties I have I have I made meaning uh the former refers to the book of Luke or Theophilus Theophilus was a uh, uh, an as I said uh, until the day in which he was taken up to after he through the Holy Spirit had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. So Luke is saying that the Holy Spirit imparted upon Jesus at the time of the baptism in the Jordan, gave him the power, the ability, the know-how to teach, to disciple, to bring miracle power, into his ministry, referring to the ministry of Jesus, uh, in being assembled together. Now, this idea of being assembled together, verse four, in being assembled together with them, he is referring to the uh, to the days in which Jesus stayed among them were forty days. So, uh, from from the death of Christ. In the burial, to the resurrection three days later, uh, and to uh, all the way to ascension, uh, that's uh, that's forty days. And uh, so, what is he saying? Being assembled together. The, the word here is sudalizomai, meaning to eat salt with, eat eat at the table with. And in those days. They would uh, eat together and uh, share together bread. And as if commemorating an understanding, an agreement, uh, perhaps uh, uh, sealing an agreement with the disciples. And of course, you're going to see that throughout the ministry of Jesus. For instance, in, in Luke 9:16, He took five loaves and two fishes, looked up to heaven and blessed them, broke it and gave it to His disciples. There was an agreement. Uh, And in the book of Acts, on chapter 1, it says again, "...and they being assembled together with them." Uh, In Mark 2.15, it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together. So why did the sinners and the publicans sat together with Jesus? Because they sort of agreed. And the thought here, uh, well, after the resurrection too, in Luke 24, 42, it says, and they gave him, Jesus, a piece of broiled fish and a honeycomb. And Jesus, after the resurrection, ate, it, ate a honeycomb. Isn't that interesting? That's interesting. So being assembled together is a time of agreement, a time of Coming together. So, Jesus is resurrected. This is after the resurrection. And he is uh, commanding them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. Now, the command here is saying, don't, don't, don't you do that. You have to be in Jerusalem. You have to be. He commanded. It's a command. Command is a, it's a, a power that is well known among the miracles of Jesus. If you look to the to, to the NIV, just before the Gospel of John, there's a list of the miracles of Jesus that are recorded. There are millions that were recorded. Books in the world cannot uh, uh all bring it together. There's no enough books to, to put all the miracles of the Lord Jesus. But the, the thirty four that is registered, or forty is if you take uh Jesus putting the year Back on the soldier's head at Gethsemane, and, and, and of course, if you consider Mary Magdalene, they had seven demons uh, that are not—it's not recorded uh, uh, at thirty-four. And out of the, those thirty-four miracles, you're going to see a group of them, close to twenty, that depend on the word command, command and authority. Go. <coughs> and so Jesus commended them. Now, if for Jesus to command the disciples for them to stay in Jerusalem, it must have been important. You see, we we actually in, in in the in the liberal church in America, we we do not believe that way. There's a lot of Baptists that need to be empowered with the Holy Spirit. There's a lot of Methodists that need to be in power with the Holy Spirit. There's a world of assemblies of God who need to be in power by the Holy Spirit. It's not a question which church you go to. It's that Jesus commend them. Unless you have this experience with the Holy Spirit, you will not have what God wants to do through you. It's impossible to be a Christian today without the power of the Holy Spirit. So, He appeared uh, uh, to many, over 500. Luke 15, 6. Luke 15.6 he says this after that it was seen of about 500 brethren at once of whom a greater part remain unto this present day referring to those that were alive and many that already died now on verse 4 and I'm reading the verse 4 again I'm talking about Acts chapter 1, verse 4. And being assembled together with them, you know what that means? He commended them, you know what that means? That they should not depart from Jerusalem. You know what that means. In other words, don't you leave Jerusalem. In other words, you've got to be... And I believe it's not the upper room. Pentecost happened in the temple courts. And I'll explain to you if I have time, but... It's in the temple courts, not in the upper room. Why did He commended them? He commanded them because something needed to be done. And it says, wait. Now, how long did they wait after Jesus ascended into heaven? Ten days. From the ascension to Pentecost is ten days. From the Ascension to Pentecost, that's ten days. So Jesus didn't say to them, it will come on the, the tenth day. He just told them to wait. And this is important because as you wait upon God to do something in your life, it will happen. There's a period of waiting in people's lives. For me, I had a long time waiting. It wasn't because God wouldn't fill me and empower me to do an evangelist ministry. It was that I didn't want it. I was scared. I wanted to be a Methodist. And hate to tell you, geez, God is not a Methodist. I don't think you find him in some churches today either. And so why wait? Because everybody, every person have a time to wait. You have to be patient has to do with you wanting God to bless your life. You know, I met a young man some time ago. They're a brilliant young man. And uh, he said to me, he said, I, All I do is to pray in my head. All I do is to pray in my head. He's in a moment of waiting. He's waiting upon God to move upon his life. And it's a beautiful thing to see a young man waiting upon God to get the work done in his life. And so, uh, wait for what? Now that's, that's the next thing here. The first one is assembled. The second is commended. The third is Jerusalem. The fourth is the wait. Wait for what? See, you need to know what you're waiting for. If you're not waiting for, you don't know why you're there. And, and, and <laughs> when, I, when my father came to America, and, of course, I had a Pontiac Le Mans. Remember that car? It was brand new. And I'm driving all through Highway uh, uh, 66 in Oklahoma. I remember because one of the wheels came off. But it came off like I was about to stop, you know, on a gas station to gas in the wheel. <coughs> fell. So they just jacked the car up, put the wheel back and tied it down, and that was it. Uh, no problem. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, and my father said to me, You know, son, uh, you preached last night on this church. We're traveling together, preaching churches everywhere. He said, Uh, uh, son, you, uh, They were horrible. It was the worst preaching I've heard all my life. You need to be, you need to wait upon the Lord to empower you. Without it, you're not going to be a good evangelist. You're just selling tapes. You know, we didn't have CDs in those days, just the cassette tapes, you know. (laughs) Five (laughs) dollars. Oh, I tell you. He knew I needed to wait, but I wasn't waiting. But after he left, I began to wait. And I found out the purpose of my life, and I'm so glad. We had a wonderful trip. i never forget my father inside of a brand new Le Mans Pontiac. It was reddish. Driving through Oklahoma, eating in restaurants and preaching in churches. I'll never forget it. Uh, I remember one church, I said, uh, I'm not going to a rat hole here. I'll get back to the scriptures. I, I remember in one church, I'm translating, just translating, just just, just showing my colors in the translation, just proud peacock. And he stopped and said, you're not telling them what I'm telling you. If you don't stop, I'm going to leave. I said, yeah, you don't speak English. He said, the Holy Spirit does. <laughs> I'll never forget it. it a, how can I forget a man telling me the Holy Spirit knows to speak English. Okay, now, Wait for what? Wait for the promise of the Father. You see, Jesus is saying, wait for the promise. Now, what promise is that? Who promised what? God did. God did. In Luke twenty four forty nine says, And behold. I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Which he said, You have heard of me. Now, <laughs> what Jesus said, You heard of me. I, I spoke to you about that. So let's take a look. How about John 7, 37, John, and I wonder if I Frankie could go into John fourteen. John fourteen, Frankie, verses twelve to seventeen.
1: John four john seven thirty seven to thirty nine John all right john seven thirty seven to thirty nine. in the last day that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He who believes on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spoke he of the Spirit, which they who believe on him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So
0: the rivers running out of the belly, rivers of living water flowing, flowing. It's referring to the power of the Holy Spirit of God coming through your body and impacting the life of someone else. Miracle working power. Let me tell you, you can preach what you want to preach, but if it doesn't come out of your spiritual belly, it won't have results. There won't be no conviction. And without conviction, it's performance. And that simply is the most boring thing you can have on Sunday morning. How about John 14, 12 to 17?
1: Uh, 12 through 17, yes. 2 17. Okay. Verily, I, verily, verily, I say unto you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And who, whosoever you shall ask, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it.:
0: So the transference of, of, of power from God to Jesus Christ, to the servant, it's an automatic downpouring from heaven unto those who serve God today. It's like it comes from the Father, upon the Son, and then to those who serve. You know, uh, you probably say, but Rick, I don't see the flow. It doesn't happen so often. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Uh, uh, I said to a, I said to a, to a, a man... I want you, I want to know what has happened to this lady, this girl, when she was, with this young man. What happened to you when you were between seven and ten years old? There was an incident. There was something that happened that formed who you think of life, family, and who you are in your understanding of yourself. Well, The father got into a horse, and the horse fell on top of the boy. The father broke his neck. The the father got into drugs. The drugs got into the son. And so the son remembers the father falling on top of him in the living room, going to sleep in the middle of the floor. And the boy had no way of establishing balance in life and who I am in the world. There's no point of reference all just mess and drugs and alcohol and vomiting and four-letter words and screaming and hollowing. Now that happened in about a minute and a half. The counseling got really, 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 really changed when we got into that father and that horse falling on top. And the word was horse on top of the boy, on top of the man that broke his neck. In and, and, uh, and, uh, and, and other words... When the Holy Spirit is present within your life, it directs you specifically to need. And as you apply the word that comes into the need, a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, and you begin to understand that you are in a spiritual environment, speaking into people's lives, and you take your proud brain out of the environment, and you be humble like a little boy uh, uh, in the presence of God. And, And have you seen the... Back on the truck, there's a little picture of a little boy in the cross right here and the little boy is praying. That's what it takes for you to hear from God. And so the promise is essential. It comes from God to Jesus and, and of course, directly to you. So all movement here leads to a promise. John the Baptist in the womb of Elizabeth. Mary comes in and touches Elizabeth. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and the boy leaped in the womb. Who is the boy? John the Baptist. And next thing you see is him at the age of 30 baptizing literally thousands. Literally thousands. Now, let's take a look at this promise, beginning with John the Baptist, in Matthew (coughs) 3.11. If somebody can do that,
1: Matthew 3.11. It's a fire for Scripture. And when they were... That's 2.11. Let's go to 3.11. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance... But he who comes after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. What
0: what John the Baptist was saying is that I've been called to bring repentance. Now, repentance here, it is the ministry of John the Baptist. Now, let's take a look. you got to be assembled. The commandment came to stay in Jerusalem. The commandment said to wait. For what? For the promise of the Holy Spirit. So how do you define the ministry of John the Baptist? John describes his baptism to be directly related to repentance. Matthew 3, 2. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Then he went out out to him uh, in in Jerusalem and all Judea and all regions around about Jordan. They all went out to see John the Baptist for repentance. Notice a very clear separation between the word repentance and the word baptism. Baptism. So how did uh, John proceed it? Verse 5, chapter 1 of Acts. And were baptized of him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. Confessing their sins. Verse 11 says, Indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. So Jesus confirms the ministry of John the Baptist in verse 5, Acts 1.5. For John truly baptized with water. Jesus said. So what is the difference? Repentance is the work of the Holy Spirit into conviction. When He comes, the Holy Spirit has come, John 16, He will convict the world of sin. So there's a difference between conviction of sin in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Let's go to back to Acts 1.8. You shall receive power. Now He's talking about Miraculous power. So the effect and the response of what the Holy Spirit does gives power. Now, let's take a look at that verse very carefully. Because the understanding of Acts 1.8 is essential for you to know the purpose, the ability, and the mind of the Spirit of God. It's in here. It says... You shall receive power. It's not talk talk they shall receive power, but you. you're talking about you and me. So receiving the power of God It's a sure thing. But the only way you can receive is after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So there's no way to receive the anointing, the power, the strength, the baptism, the the anointing, the, the, the strength, unless the Holy Spirit is part of it. It's the promise of the Father. And then it says, in you, Now the next thing is what you do with the power. What is the purpose of getting the power? It says, and you shall be witnesses unto me. Now, I've been talking about that and repeating that verse for a long time, years, 20, 20 years, 30 years. What does it mean, you shall be witnesses unto me?
1: What does it mean, John? Would you help me there? Well, yeah, that's a preposition there that in the King James is translated uh, that the witness is first see the n i v and everything talks about uses the preposition of me or about me <clears throat> the King James though is translating it you're going to witness to jesus yes. Jesus is the person that you are confessing to
0: the power the miracle power is is unto uh, to be a witness unto you and and you shall be witnesses unto me not not to, I mean witnesses to other people but rather one giving one's all in every capacity for Christ to Christ even to the laying down of one's life unto me without the baptism of the holy spirit no one cannot really know Jesus as he should it's impossible if you have a problem with the holy spirit you have a problem with Jesus And so in order to be and to know the Lord of Glory, you've got to understand this. It's impossible. Because you don't have mind capacity, ability to get there. You need the Holy Spirit, the promise of the Father to come upon your life so you're able to serve God with miracle power. And when you serve God with miracle power, there are fruits Fruits, many fruits. How many fruits? Oh, I'd say thousands upon thousands upon thousands. What size is the Rick Bond film? Uh, Do you have a church? No, I don't have a church, uh, but I have fruits in the thousands upon thousands upon thousands. So let me ask you this. Why are you resisting miracle power? If there's no conviction of sin... That's nothing that would happen to you. We'll never change. You'll be the same person. Yeah, you preach beautiful sermons, but, uh, but uh, nobody convicts. Conviction changes the person's ability to serve Christ and to get to know Jesus. I hope that you'll be able to receive. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that my brother and my sister today receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Open your, Lift your hands this way and say, Come, Holy Spirit of God. Come, Holy Spirit of God. I receive you, Holy Spirit of God. I receive you in my life. I receive you in my heart. Baptize me right now. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of God. Amen. The Lord bless you. And we'll see you tomorrow.
1: Street alva brilhe in me, brilhe a luz, tienu do meu viver.